Welcome to Worst Take, the sports show. Fellas, introduce yourselves. What up, man? This is your boy, Doughboy. New nickname alert. Don't name it, then just save it. I know I've said it before, but I'm running out of these things. Leave me alone. <laughs> mm, mm. I'm gonna start calling you Doe Rogan because you say some <laughs> wild shit. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what it is. It's your man EQ, bro. And we here. We we living. You know what I mean? We come together like Voltron. And you know what it is. Nigga, superheroes up in this bitch. We make the worst take sports show. Let's get it. And I am Triune. So um, I have a couple PSAs for you guys. For one, if you haven't seen Worst Take, the sports show, it's a sports show. We cover all the hot topics. However, we're not censored. We say what we want, how we want. And it is like that. Um, if you are watching this on the Worst Take page, um, what I need for you to do, one, is subscribe. Definitely hit the notification bell and definitely comment and like the video. If you're watching this on the I Am Doughboy TV page, we are going to be doing a limited run of this show. So make sure that you hit the subscribe link that is in the description. There will be a subscribe link in the description to subscribe to the Worst Take page. So whenever we bail over there, you already be set and go to see the episode. So hey, can I make it? Can I make a small announcement too? Just curveball this to the to the audience. Hey man, tell some people about this show. We need our numbers to get up, and we need y'all to share and like the video. So do us the biggest favor. Tell some niggas about this shit. That's a fact. We ain't just doing this shit for our health, niggas. <laughs> That's it. So yeah. All right. So let's get, get into it. our docket. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has started to publicly air his grievances with the Packers, saying that he no longer wants to be there. He's even threatened retirement, saying if they don't get him out of town, he'd rather retire. Do you believe that he'd rather retire rather than that he'd rather retire rather than play for the Green Bay Packers? And do you think that he's played his last down as a Packer, Doughboy? Listen, man, um, I think a lot of times things end like they begin. And I think that he's seen how they kind of treated Brett Favre and how that whole situation handled before him. And I think that he is just not cool with this at all. I feel like for for them to disrespect him, I think that it could have been a reconciliation had, you know what I'm saying, after he had this year, then maybe they could have came down because they drafted a quarterback last year. And then that was, he was so pissed off, he went and balled the fuck out and got MVP. So he went out and got MVP. So I feel like if at that point they should have been able to sit down, like, listen, nigga, we messed up. What do we need to do? But apparently they didn't. Apparently he had some real issues with the GM. I think that he has played his last down. This is this really reminds me of the Carson Palmer situation when he was on the Bengals back in the day. Like, these motherfuckers got money, so you can't <clears throat> motivate or sway them with money. He has money that he's never going to be able to spend, so the money's not going to... Now it's just a respect thing, and when you respect somebody that loves their art, that whatever they do that much, I just feel like there's no fixing it. So I feel like they should start talking about a trade. I heard that the 49ers were trying to you know, reach out to them. A lot of teams were trying to reach out to them around draft day and they're just standing pat like, nah, we're not going to do it. So I do believe that he's played his last down because he just strikes me as a man of principle. And I feel like disrespect goes. And when it gets to too much, there's not much that you can do to fix it. Q. Yeah, man. Uh, I have no reason to believe that Aaron Rodgers um, is, is all smoke and no fire. Uh, he, he's, he's a guy who pretty much when he does say things, you know it's coming from the real. It's coming from a real place in his heart. And, you know, I think that we should give Aaron Rodgers the benefit of the doubt in any situation. He's earned that. He's earned that. Um, I absolutely believe him that he would rather retire than play for the Packers. I 100% believe him. Uh, the thing that stuck out to me 
was we've obviously talked about the situation where they pulled Aaron Rodgers off the field last year to end his season when Tom Brady only needed two first downs in order to win the game. And they took the ball out of Aaron Rodgers hands on fourth down. Now it's being talked about that Matt LaFleur didn't even talk to Aaron Rodgers about this, which makes a ton of sense. I mean, if you look back on his response and how Aaron Rodgers was his demeanor and everything at the end of that game, as soon as they said that they wouldn't go have him out there on fourth down, they knew that. And I went back and watched that entire sequence Aaron Rodgers was playing that that sequence as if he had four downs. He was not playing as if he had three downs. He was playing as if he had four downs. And everyone else that wasn't in the Green Bay Packers coaching staff in front office thought he was going to get four downs. So I absolutely believe him. Um, Stephen A. Smith was on the air earlier saying that this is personal. It's not business. It is. Uh, he is 100% correct on that. It, it, this is completely personal. Um, I think that they need to get him up out of there. I mentioned him going to the bears before that was before they drafted the quarterback of the future with Justin Fields. So I think that that's no longer reality, but don't sleep on him going somewhere else in the division. The Vikings are not completely sold on Kirk cousins, the Detroit lions. Obviously, I don't know what they think they got with Jared Goff. So I'm not, I'm, I'm still seeing Aaron Rodgers in my head. I'm seeing him play somewhere next year or not at all. All right, so I'm going to say this. Um, I do believe Aaron Rodgers. He's a lot of things. He's not a liar. Aaron Rodgers has never aired any grievance about any sort of Packers business in his entire career. Um, not even when he was, you know, underpaid. Not even when he's never, ever went against that shield. And to see this is uh, – it's, it's a little heartbreaking and it's tough to kind of take. Um, and it also is the reason why I 100% believe him. I do believe that he's played his last down as a Packer, um, which is sad to even for it to even end like that. Um, this, is, this is worse than even the Brett Favre situation. And um, will he retire? That's the only thing where I'm not going to say that he's lying. Um, I won't go there. But I will say this. Um, I do believe that Aaron Rodgers is a competitor. I believe that Aaron Rodgers is one of these um, alpha sort of minds. He's a leader. He knows he has a lot more in the tank to give. And I think that if he were to leave the game right now, he would probably leave with regrets. So I don't want to see that. Um, I, I want to see him finish his career, um, you know, slinging the football, man. And I want to see I want to I want to see him perform at, you know, some advanced ages, some 37, 38 plus, because I think that he can. I think he still has six more years to play in the league. So, you know, barring injury, of course. So and I think, too, he has to I mean, you also got to think with these athletes, man, like they're all fighting against father time. I mean, how disrespectful to, you know, to piggyback on what EQ was saying, how disrespectful is that to play, be playing at an MVP level and you don't even get to get a full four downs to go to the fucking Super Bowl? Like, that's got to fuck with your head because you don't always get those opportunities. It doesn't just, it ain't just like it's going to, they're going to automatically be back in that position. Well, like, and and not so only hard. that, and not only that, they didn't turn the ball over to, to fucking 
you know, Blake Bortles on the other side of the ball. Like they Tom turned Brady. into Tom Brady. And, what the fuck and, was they thinking? and you have to look at the fact of with Tom Brady and what they did with him over at the Bucks. They gave him everything the fuck he wanted. He said, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. And they're not doing that for Aaron. So he's sitting there like, why the fuck would I keep putting my body out on the line all the time just for y'all to not give me the shit that I need to compete? That's why I feel like his friend. And this is the fucked up part. You don't ever hear Aaron Rodgers even complaining or talking shit like this like he's for the most part of his career been a That's soldier said. and just a nigga that plays so i i feel like it's fucked up and it has to be frustrating to have people rob you of your legacy like that not even get you a chance to go out on your sword like that yeah it's it's really tough um that this is happening and man i hope uh i just hope aaron Rodgers still plays football next where year. will he go though where else could he possibly go I make sense? at this point it's not even about the right destiny no fuck that just i would just want to see him on a field next year right. this guy's really contemplating retiring at 35 years old well well i mean didn't carson didn't carson actually retire and then end up getting picked up later and traded didn't he retire from the Bengals? like fuck it i'm out and then they ended up trading him right yeah, but he actually had to quit. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when niggas got enough money to quit, like, I, it's just fucked up to see it. Yeah, no, I mean, and and that's agreed. I mean, honestly, I think that the the teams that are fit for Aaron Rodgers are a little slimmer, right? I thought that maybe before the draft, you know, I I thought that there was maybe a little bit more of a market. Now a lot of teams have drafted their quarterbacks of the future, and Aaron Rodgers I think still has a few more a few more years left in the tank. So they don't want to spend you know a first round draft pick, which a lot of these quarterbacks went. They don't want to spend that first round draft pick for someone to sit for three, four, five years if Aaron Rodgers continues to play into his forties. So honestly. A team to look out for. I'm gonna tell you what, because it's slim. Aaron Rodgers apparently wants to play on the West Coast. Um, you know, there's only a few teams that meet that, you know, foot that bill. And he's in the NFC right now with the Packers, and they don't want to trade him in their own conference. <laughs> so it's got to be in the AFC. It's got to be a West Coast team. You heard it. Look at the Raiders. And take a second. I would think about be the Raiders. Mad at that because him they, and Gruden could be and they and, and look, and they're not exactly all the way sold on their current quarterback situation. They have a quarterback right now that they're like, ah, I'm not sure. Not that no, but no, I'm not really sure. And he could go somewhere else and really thrive. So I, I'm not watch, mad at that at all. Watch out not, for the Raiders, big market team. Watch out. Right, I'm going to throw something out there. Okay. Because of the choice that was made. Okay. I think San Francisco's still an option. Ah, and they and they might give up Trey. They might give up the quarterback they just drafted. Why not? No, they trade Jimmy, they trade Jimmy G before they, they trade no, both of them. They probably send both of them. And they can't. And, and, and that's where that's where they Aaron Rodgers wants to go. But that's they can't. the crazy shit. They can't though. The 49ers would be in shambles for the next decade. What do you if mean? They, if they because because here because you they still think have about to the, the team the no, only think, thing they traded the, their third pick and their starting quarterback they, they also do, but remember their draft capital for the next few years they don't have a lot okay but they're, they're basically assuming the same salary that they're sending out they but actually but, might get cash back because of the pick no no they won't because of Aaron Rodgers salary and how it was divvied but but here's here's what I'll say though is the he making reason, that much more than Jimmy Garoppolo he's not I don't think he's making that much cuz he because wants more it's money because it's the length of the deal 
The, the Green Bay is the team that has to be incentivized here. Think of that. You're sending a quarterback that's overpaid. Let's be honest. Jimmy Garoppolo's overpaid. You're sending him to Green Bay and a quarterback that played 17 games in college. That there was only one team that felt the confidence to trade up to get him in a top five pick, which was the Niners. I don't think that it's smart for the Niners to trade them both away. I think okay, if they well, can even if, even if even if they they keep the number three pick, even if they keep this guy, it's still a smart move to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Well, and for Aaron, the for the and now, and that's for the Aaron now, Rogers sure. Sure, for the for the now, sure. But I'm and saying that because they put they took such a big gamble on the draft, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, they took such a big gamble on the draft. They took basically he's either going to boomer bust, boomer bust. That's yeah, it. Boomer bust. So I think he's still on the table for the Niners, to be honest with you. All right. So we're going to move on to the next one. LeBron James had some tough words for the play in game. He said, whoever thought about that shit should be fired. Um, is he solid for this take or was he trash for this take? Um, what are your thoughts on the play in system and it being implemented and, um, how do you think about how, or what do you think about the Lakers now in regard to the injury situation? We'll start with you, Q. Mm, this was tough. This was real tough. <laughs> Ron, bro, my guy, you became my guy. You were never my guy before you became a Laker. And then it's Austin's forgiven because it's squad over any personnel. It don't matter. He's so trash for this, man. This is this is a sore loser mentality, bro. This is and I don't care that it's LeBron. I love LeBron James now that he's been in a Laker uniform and what he's done for us. OK, bet I'm, I'm all for that. But, bro, you don't come out here and and be chipper about the fact that everything is going well and we're in the first one or two seed in the West. And then he gets hurt and Anthony Davis goes down and all of a sudden we're seeing some weaknesses, which as a Laker fan, even I can recognize. And now you got a problem because of the plans. Bro, Luka Doncic was the one who was just complaining about this. A 20, 20, 21 year old kid who I'll be honest with you. My take on Luka is he's a snot nose and he's, he's going to have some humbling situations in his career. I'm telling you right now, but, 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 Needless to say, in regards to LeBron, this was trash, man. Like, just a year ago, he was talking about how a tournament wasn't a bad idea for a, for a, for a play-in style tournament. He was just saying that. And then on top of that, this makes it interesting all the way down the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference for the 9, 10, 11, and seeds right around that area. Look, it's given these teams that usually give up by now a reason to play. It's given them a reason to win. It's given the seven and eight seed reasons to not let off the gas. As a consumer, I love this. I understand how as an athlete, it might be frustrating, but come on, bro. You know what you do in these situations? You go out there and you get the five or six seed. You don't allow your team to fall to a seven seed and become a problem where now you're in the playing tournament and you got to play two extra games. Fuck that, nigga. This is Lakerland, bro. This ain't the Cleveland fucking Cavaliers. We're talking about going out there and winning, being a winning team, being in a position where you got a decent route to the playoffs and come up when it's necessary. That's what being a Lakers all about. This shit didn't sit well with me at all. Go boy. Yeah, I um I I haven't been a fan of the the last couple of LeBron texts. I wasn't really rocking with the shit that he said about the cop and posting the cop. I feel like that was irresponsible. He has way too huge of a platform to be speaking like that. Um, so I didn't I didn't fuck with that. And then I don't like this. It's like, bro, like, why don't you understand that we're in a whole ass 
pandemic. Like, motherfuckers are just happy that we even get any level of basketball. Motherfuckers is getting hurt at a record rate because they're not conditioned the same way. They are simply trying to make this work. And it's so frustrating when people are trying to make shit work. And then the biggest names are talking. To say that this person needs to be fired, LeBron, shut up, bro. Don't nobody need to be fired because they're trying to come up with a creative way to salvage a season, my nigga. Don't be calling for fucking people's jobs. Like, bro, just chill out. Just do what you got to do. Just play. Like, you're the best player in the world, but I don't... These aren't the best comments in the world. I don't like it. I'm a huge LeBron fan, but he got to just start like, just bro, just put your phone down. You start like, shut up. I might want to hear all that shit. So now I was, I don't think he was solid at all for that. And I think that that's super rude and disrespectful to the people that have to try to creatively come up with a way for this fucking basketball season to make sense. I feel like that's just spitting on their hard work and just saying, just cause you're playing basketball and you're the dude doing it, that the other people aren't valuable and what they're bringing to it. I didn't like this at all. I didn't like that for him. And I don't like the last few things he said, but that's just my take. All right. So I don't necessarily like the fired part, but I a hundred percent agree with the sentiments. Um, Why? We're blurring the line in everything now. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, we're blurring the line of what's a fucking, um, w- w- you know, what is a a, a, a a technical foul, what a flagrant foul is. You're blurring the lines of what the fuck traveling is. We're blurring the lines of everything. Nah, fucking seed your team. If your team cannot make eight out of 16 teams in your conference, you don't fucking belong there. It's that simple. This is not fucking... This is not fucking Rudy Pook football at fucking 12 years old. This isn't NJB. This isn't AAU. This isn't even the the NCAA. This is professional basketball. Motherfuckers are getting paid millions. Some of them triple digit millions to fucking be competitive at all times. But do you understand why they're bringing the play-in system? Because it's a a shortened season. So this is my logic in that, right? I understand last year when you were chasing to fucking recoup for a contract, the television contract, right? right? I get that. But that's not the case this year. The television contract was decided on the 72 games and a fucking playoff schedule. So we don't need these fucking playing games. What you're doing is giving teams like Golden State an opportunity to upset the wrong motherfuckers. And that and makes it, it more it, interesting. It, it's it's better TV. And I would love to see Steph Curry in the playoffs, but they don't fucking deserve it. Ah, I, I okay, couldn't okay, disagree okay, more. Okay, okay. Hold, hold, hold on a second, because I, I needed to hear Trion's whole take, though you interrupted per usual. But <laughs> I, I, try, I could not disagree with most of what you said more besides one thing. <laughs> the reason why I will give you the benefit of the doubt, my brother, is because I know that you have been solid on that feeling the entire time. Yeah. That has been your feeling since they made the announcement. Yes. I'm saying that LeBron unfortunately did some sucker shit where they have him on tape last year during the bubble saying that a playing tournament would be dope. <sighs> saying that this uh, they should implement yes, this. Yes. And now he now that he's yes. in the that he when never he had nothing to that, say about this. He, he had nothing to say when there was the two seed wait, wait, wait. or when there he was the four seed last year. But now he's six. Bubble. Didn't he say it last year in lieu of a bubble? He, he said it said at it. the beginning of the bubble. He yes, that's my point. If we can, if if you can, okay, put but wait, in the space of looking towards a quarantine bubble, 
Yeah, a playing so, tournament but, makes sense. No, 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 no. But he, he said many games televised. But he said as much as the contract as you can. That's back. not. But that's not what he said. He didn't say for this year alone we should do a playing tournament. No, 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 no. He my brother. He said we should try it this year, and we should implement it next year if it goes well. And if he said that's that, what he said. He said that he's a hypocrite. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. My opinion is I hate this motherfucking thing. And and I'm not challenging Rigovic. I'm not challenging you because you're challenging Braun. I said the president. That's been your feeling this whole time. On top of the fact it doesn't look good when Mark Cuban is coming out also criticizing it. And he was one of the people who voted to put it in in the first place. If the Dallas Mavericks were in the fifth, fourth, third, second, or first seed, do you think we'd hear anything from Mark Cuban? Hell no. This type of behavior just don't sit well with me. Keep that same energy as these young niggas are saying. If you're in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth seed, I don't agree with it either. I think that you should spend the regular season doing it, get to your eight seeds and, and have your traditional playoff. I like it that way. Maybe I'm a traditionalist, but all I'm saying is I'm calling foul on the fair weather support of this shit with these other niggas because they literally that the sound bites Mark Cuban voted on it and LeBron lobbied for it. And this was something that they wanted because well, made- look, if LeBron is a hypocrite, he's a fucking hypocrite. I'm going to accept that. I'm just simply saying I know I- you, bro. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. I get it. So. All right. Um. Speaking of LeBron and the Lakers. Oh, God. Shit ain't looking good. No, no. Took a pretty significant L last night. LeBron has looked like a shell of himself. AD looks like a shell of himself. Are we concerned about the Lakers in the postseason? Are we concerned about LeBron and AD's health? How you feeling, fellas? Doughboy, it's on you. Nigga. Ring the alarm, ding, 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 ding. I'm a. I've been. I've been scared for a while. Um, I was more scared just for the continuity thing. I wasn't really knowing that these niggas was gonna come back. Um, LeBron does not look 100 at all. I don't know what's going on, and I get it. He's what? What is LeBron? 34 now? 35? Like he's 36. 36. Jesus, <laughs> niggas going on 37. There. So you know he's an older nigga, and and something about AD's injuries trouble me. I don't know why. I just be like, this just feels worse than what it looks like. So I, I'm officially, I'm officially scared that we're not going to the chip this year. I, I mean, I don't know how far we're going, but you know, but at the same time, I do always believe where where you have a LeBron and you have a one of the strongest, mentally strongest people in the game. Maybe they can will it together. But I don't, it's just so many young dogs coming out the West. Like you're gonna have to fight tooth and nail just to get out of that, just to get to fucking have to either play fucking Philly or fucking Brooklyn. So it's just like, I, yeah, that's a lot. That's a that's a that's a that's a big tall order. So I I I I'm keeping optimism alive, but it is waning by the moment. Q. Um I'm scared, nigga. <laughs> Make it put on the emergency um, line. <laughs> it's, it's time to ring the alarm, fellas. It, it's okay. 
I have not agreed with Doe all, all this this whole show when he said that. When he's oh, it's he panic. Because it don't make no sense. No, it's because Doe's the type of nigga when rain start rain starts falling outside, he's like, board up the windows. The fucking <laughs> storm is coming. Like, hold on, my nigga, it's rain. Just chill. But fucking no, bro. Yeah, no, dog. It just they look disengaged. They look disengaged. Yeah. They don't look engaged in the game. It's so weird. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's coming from some sort of player resentment. I don't know if it's from the coaching staff. I don't know what it is. Cause like the chemistry on the floor, like you can see when they, when they, when they really locked in, it's, it looks good. You know what I mean? Even in games where they lose, but they're just not engaged. I feel like they treat every minute of their games the over the last 10, 12 games, they treat every minute of the game as if it's like the first three minutes. Like they're just feeling people out the entire game. It just, it looks weird to me because no one's really performing up to the level that they should across the board. Dennis Schroeder is now out 10 to 14 days. We don't know when he's, I mean, shit, count how many games that is. I don't even know. He's out probably until the playoffs start. LeBron isn't, they've just lost two gimme games against Toronto and Sacramento who were both undermanned. And now they got to play Denver tonight and LeBron is sitting out like this is a problem. And Anthony Davis, to me, it doesn't look like he's, this is a weird take. So I feel like there's a few ways to look at Anthony Davis, either one, he's still injured and he's not playing well because he's injured. I don't think it's that. Two, he's just not being aggressive because he doesn't want to re-injure it. I don't think it's that either. I'm concerned it's option three, which is that he's not injured, that he is healthy, but that he physically can't do the things that he did before the injury came. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's my concern. My concern is that maybe Anthony Davis is a 20-8 and guy the rest of his career. Like that's the that's the way Ooh. I'm looking at it. I, I'm I look at it and it don't look like a guy who's being conservative to me. He's going to the basket, he's going up, he's dunking, he's making plays, he's jumping, he's getting after rebounds. It just looks like his his physical athleticism has been diminished. Let, let me let, let me piggyback really quickly before you grab your point. Um try. Do, yep. do you remember a similar thing happening with Dwight Howard? Like, remember when Dwight Howard was super Back. dominant and then he just yes. wasn't? Yes. Is this the same Back thing history. that's happening? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, like I'll this. say, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this. I think the worst case scenario is that LeBron and AD have hit a father time. Ooh, at the, at the same time. Down Downhill trend at the same that's, time. That's so fucked up. Whew. That's so that's fucked that's up. I, that's, that's, of it. that's a fear because you know you only got LeBron for maybe one or two more, and then AD was supposed to carry the franchise after this. So if this, if they both hit it at this the same double time, Emmy, bro, that's terrible. That's terrible. All right, so moving on to some NFL news. We just had the draft a couple, or actually yesterday, um, or actually over the weekend, should I say? We had the draft. Um, who do you think won the draft and why? I. Did not watch the draft. I saw highlights, so I'm gonna let you guys. Yeah, I tried to FaceTime you. I tried to FaceTime you when San Francisco was making the pick, and you didn't answer. So yeah, because they, they fucked I, up. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doughboy saw you. Um, I, I, I ain't gonna front. I didn't, I ain't watch it either. I just did the, the highlights. Of what it, is it? What, who are y'all? I didn't watch the draft. Nigga, shit. I didn't, okay, so let me go ahead and get my it. take then, because I actually did watch the draft. <laughs> you go ahead. Um, we're just doing winners, right? Not winners and losers. We're just doing the winners of the draft. Just give us okay, your overall so synopsis. I think watch I, I think that the biggest winner of the draft is Trey Lance, who played 17 games in his career in college and got drafted number three. I, I think that that he himself is the biggest winner Whoever. of the draft. And go ahead, because it was your team, Try. So go ahead. Who? <laughs> How do you feel about that pick, Try? Okay, no, 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 no. That's that. He's gonna he's he's gonna need a second. So so Trey Lance to me was the biggest winner personally because that is a huge come up to play seventeen college games, and you know you got other guys who are like four year seniors who redshirted and everything was in college five years and get drafted in the sixth round. So fucking, you know, I mean, Trey Lance props to him. I'm happy for him. Light skinned brother. Always support my light skins, but you know, we're, we're going to see cause the last person we saw in that similar scenario, which Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky. And we all know how that ended up. Now he's a backup in Buffalo. So try to keep that in mind. Um, but, uh, as far as the team, I mean, maybe I would say the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they drafted, obviously, they got Trevor Lawrence. They got Travis Etienne. Travis I think Etienne. he's going to be a bust. Uh, and you could I don't be think right. he is. I don't think he could be he right. Is. But I, I think that I, I'm giving, I'm thinking more about him playing under Urban Meyer. That's more of what I'm thinking. Mm. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of him playing under Urban Meyer. Um, would would obviously be be fun to see. I think that Urban Meyer and the style that he runs his team benefits Trevor Lawrence's skill set. I don't think he's going to um, do good in the NFL. I mean, Urban Meyer as a coach, I don't think he's going to succeed. Oh no, I think I think he'll do much better. This is not a Nick Saban situation, uh, which which for, uh, will forever live in Nick Saban's resume. Uh, for any of those who want to tell me Nick Saban's the greatest football coach of all time. However, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that they'll be fine. They're not going to win a bunch of games. You know, let's not put high expectations. I think they'll win six games. But for the Jacksonville Jaguars, that's a hell of a season. I don't think they've won six games in a season in almost a decade. So that would be a great win for them. I, I mean, I think the future is bright. That's that's what I think. Um, oh, boy. I, um, I, I got, you know, still a ton of questions about, you know, the, the 49er pick. I think they had a lot of balls for doing it, though. So I think that they see something in him. I mean, people don't really be understanding. Like, if people were giving Kansas City shit when they drafted Patrick Mahomes. They thought that he went early. So I don't know. I think that, you know, I think I'm going to be watching that to see, you know, what happens. But I think that they must know something that we don't know. The, the most intriguing pick, like, well, first of all, I said Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. I just think he's overhyped. He just he just gives me Tim Tebow vibes. Like, he was a guy in college, but I don't feel like he's going to be shit in the league. But the guy that I'm looking at more than anything is – what dude's name? I don't want to say his name wrong. I think it's Mac Jones. Dude Mac that Jones. went 15th to the Patriots. Like, I think that is the, the, the situation to watch because I feel like they didn't think that he was going to fall that low. For, so, for whatever reason, him falling that low. Um, and I feel like if – you know, I feel like – the Patriots already have a suitable starter in Cam that can kind of like walk him along because I feel like Cam is going to be much better this year than he was last year for a lot of reasons. But I feel like Mac Jones and then you put him with, with Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, I feel like that kid is the guy to watch. And he said he secretly wanted 
to go to the Patriots. So that's who I'm kind of watching in this whole thing. All right. Um, so mm. this is my issue with the 49ers. Yeah. They're fucking gambling. Like that pick, don't get me wrong. The kid has tremendous upside, like tremendous upside. Sure. Um, yeah. If he turns out to be who they are hoping he's going to be. They traded up to get him. Traded up they to traded get up him. to get him. Um, that's but they, they said uh, they were torn between him and Mac Jones, though. Yeah, but they weren't which getting is so, which which, is so stupid because Justin Fields was on the board. Right, thank you. Like, how does how was Justin Fields on the board? And so you thought they were gonna take Justin Fields. You thought that they were gonna take Justin Fields. I mean, me and everybody else in the sports world was saying, How did the 49ers let Justin? Justin Fields go off of the fuck like how did they not take him like don't get me wrong Lance might be able to be better than Fields because he's more athletic but god damn I mean it's a hell of a gamble and track record I mean gee I mean this is like I'm putting my whole fucking savings and everything on a fucking hand of blackjack that's really what it is it's a 50-50 fucking coin flip and and Kyle Shanahan went and got him, so I just like I don't know, man, because he kind of gambled on Jimmy Garoppolo too, and he didn't really turn out to be nah, who he nah, thought he was. no, no, no. Those are not, but no, these are not the same type of gambles, man. Jam, ga- gambling on Jimmy Garoppolo is like betting black or red and roulette. Okay? But but Jimmy like, Garoppolo didn't good, have a ton of starts in his NFL career before they traded for him. No, but he was a good game manager. They had enough of a small sample size, and he came from one of the better run organizations in the NFL as regards to football logistics. They knew where he came from. Like, he came from New England. That, that That's a safer bet. Like, like, when you think about it, let's think about some of the quarterbacks that have been drafted in the last few years. Patrick Mahomes played, like, 34, 35 games in college. Baker Mayfield played, like, over 40. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and these guys played against competition. Pat Mahomes went to Texas Tech. And then, uh, you know, um, fucking uh, Baker Mayfield was at Oklahoma. You know, like, I, I mean, these are these are teams like that. Fa- Justin Fields played at the Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? They're playing excellent competition the entire time. They bet the house on a guy who's only played, you know, 17, literally 17 games and not a whole lot of competition. And I know Kyle Shanahan's supposed to be this guru and that's all good, but you know, it's again, it's a boomer bust situation. I just, I think that Justin Fields was the safer pick. He's got a long resume of just balling out for years. And, you know, again, we saw Mitchell Trubisky, same situation in Chicago, played only like one season, played for a team that didn't really see a lot of competition in North Carolina. Like who watches Tar Heels football? Like, Nobody. you know what I'm saying? Nobody, <laughs> nigga. But uh, the Chicago Bears must have watched some Tar Heels football because they thought they saw their guy and now he's gone and they just drafted his replacement. Ironically, Justin Fields. So... <laughs> I I just I don't get it. Again, I salute my light skinned brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy for him, but I don't understand it. I just I don't understand the pick. Out of those four, out of those four, out of those four quarterbacks. So out of uh, Trevor Lawrence, 
What's the the quarterback's name on um on you talking the 49ers? About, uh, you talking about um so Trey so Lance, Matt, Trey Lance, um Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, and then what was the other guy that and Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Out of those four guys, who do you guys think is going to have the best NFL career? Out of those four guys, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I think he's in the perfect situation too. Yeah, but is. you know no, what? But Trey Lance going, in the perfect situation too. He really did. I think Mac Jones will be the best of all of these quarterbacks. You're just, I don't, I don't know why. Just, no, you know why? Because you lo- you have a love affair with Bill Belichick. <laughs> Take his money. New nickname alert: Trill Belichick. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he got one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fellas. Um, Mike Vick, forty years old, running a four seven forty. Mm. He coming back? <laughs> I hope that he does. That would be I'm fucking joking. great. Um, do you think he's the best running QB in NFL history? We'll start with you, Doughboy. I absolutely do. I feel like he revolutionized running with the ball. I feel like whatever Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, you know, do in the next 10 years, maybe it can, we can have a different conversation. But for now, I think he is the best running quarterback, if not for no other reason the way that they rated him on Madden 2005 when he was the fucking best player and the fastest player on the game and it was lights out and the Michael Vick experience. I mean, just the fact, nigga, I'm 41. This nigga is running a 4 7 40 at 40. It would take me four minutes and seven seconds to run a 40 at this point <laughs> in my life. For that nigga to be doing it in 4.7 seconds, like it's a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL right now that can't do that. And the nigga's 40, so... Yeah, I think he is absolutely the best running quarterback of, of, of all time. I just hate that he didn't get a ring. And I I hope that this is him sticking his toe in the water to maybe come back and be a backup somewhere. Because I love seeing Michael Vick play. And if Tom Brady can be still playing, why can't Michael Vick? Q. Okay. First of all, very, extremely impressive. I, the 4-7 at 40 years old. Goddamn. Like that, that he was flying. And then had the nerve to say, oh, it doesn't look like I can run anymore. I'm slow. Like that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, he's not coming back. Um, and in my opinion, he is the, because it depends on your definition, but in my opinion, he is the second best running quarterback of all time, only behind the great Randall Cunningham. Okay, I'm uh, not mad at that. Randall, Randall Cunningham was just different was just different. He had, I think, maybe like 1,200 or 1,300 less running yards than Michael Vick, but he had 7,000 more passing yards. Like, he was ahead of the ahead of the game at, in a time, you know, that made the way for Michael Vick to play at that position, to be black, to be a, a, a really athletic runner of the football. Um, to me, that's my pick. Like I said, I got I got Randall Cunningham as number one. Michael Vick is number two, um, you know, and that that's where I have him listed. Um, Michael Vick is he's great. He was he was better at actually being a runner than Randall was. Uh, Michael Vick was special in that regard. But as far as everything that comes with being a quarterback, Randall Cunningham just you know. He's the goat to me in that in that mindset. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. At that. All right. Um, him running a four seven at forty, crazy, right? But I mean, I don't. I'm not surprised by this, and this is why. Michael Vick was better than niggas in elementary school. He was better than niggas in junior high school. He was better than niggas in college, the pros, and he's still better than niggas. Like that's kind of 
what his life has been. Like, it's, it's his MO. Uh, physically, I'm better than you. I don't care. 77, <laughs> 40, 30, 23. It doesn't matter the age. That nigga's better than you. Period. Yes, and yes. I'm almost 40. That nigga's better than me. I, I probably take <laughs> four minutes and seven seconds to run the fucking 42. So amazing uh, shit. As far as him being um best runner, I got him top three. However, you want to um nah, who's your number one? It's between Randall and, and uh Steve Young. Wow, Steve Young top three. I got Steve what? Young at I got Steve Young at number three. So you have got them rings, and this is why. Be, same reason why Q said Vic was great at running, but he what we can't say he was a great QB. Randall and Steve were fucking great QBs, and I felt like they they chose their spots to run better, which is why they had longevity. And Mike Vic did not. Mike was run first, and I thought uh -huh. if, if I don't feel like running, yeah, and he, <laughs> and he right. hits, and you know, all of a sudden it was like season ending, season ending, season. Ending. And when that uh -huh. happened two or three times in a row. It just it, it gets funny, and and even even when he tried to turn into a pass first quarterback, it just quite didn't all the way get there. It did for that one season in Philly, and then after that, we kind of never seen it again. So, um, yeah, I got him top three. However, you you number them is how you number them. All right, I got some curveballs for you guys. For you guys, okay. All right. EQ. Hmm. If Sam Cook was a football player, who would he be? Sam Cook was a football player. Mm. Huh. I would say Edron James. Huh. Hall of Famer. Okay. Not necessarily spoken on. He's a little underrated. Not necessarily spoken in the same stratosphere as some other greats during his time. But legendary career, and he's one of those guys. Like if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not mad at that at all. That was Edgerin James, James, bro. Edgerin James, James, bro. I like that. Um, Doughboy. Yep, 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 yep. Since you a sack town nigga, come on, man. Mm. If De'Ar if De'Aaron Fox was a was a rapper, who would he be? <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. You a Sacktown nigga. I need to know. Am, he don't even root for the Kings. I'm a Lakers. I'm an LA nigga now, but I used to be a Sacktown. All right, cool. I'll change. Okay. Do you watch? No, I can keep it. I can keep it. I can keep it. No, because I know I know De'Aaron Fox's game. So, um, what's it? okay? I if I said his name wrong, <laughs> is De'Aaron Fox? Is De'Aaron Fox? I don't know. De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Know the nigga's game, and you don't know. <laughs> I know who he is. I be peeping up on the nigga. I just don't be knowing his name. Um, uh, if De'Aaron Fox was a MC, I would say he is like Big Sean, wildly consistent, always there, always coming up. Like maybe not like a franchise. That's so much nigga, disrespect like to Big Sean. No, it's not. How is that disrespect to Big Sean? <laughs> that so much disrespect. He's wildly consistent. Big Sean the don't work, miss the work I, that Big Sean has put in. No, I resent that. No, nah, but here, I'm, I'm giving the nigga a compliment. I, I'm a huge Big Sean fan, so I feel like like Big Sean is slept on. I feel like De'Aaron Fox is a little slept on, but I feel like when you talk about Big Sean's music and his discography, you can put him up with the uh, the best of his class, and you gotta respect his work. And I feel like the same thing 
with De'Aaron Fox, but I don't hear all the hype and hoopla about De'Aaron Fox and like maybe some of these other guys, just like you don't really hear it about Big Sean. All right. I like <laughs> yeah, nigga. All right. <laughs> All right, so this has been Worst Take. Introduce yourselves, fellas. Man, uh, I've been dope, boy. You already know, boy. I ain't no hoe, boy. I don't know. I got to get these outros together. But I'll nah, see you guys next you time. Good. Nah, <laughs> you, you know what it is. My name is EQ. We have been Worst Take. We out of here. And Peace. I'm Ayun. Worst Take. Peace. Oh.